Golden State's 27, he and Harrison Barnes combined for 50 points. Here they are. Performance as far as the intensity that, you know, you shifted from the first half where you guys looked like you were lacking intensity, but yet you turned it up big time in the second in an overtime series. I, I honestly think uh, this guy to my left, you know, way more wise beyond his years. He carried us for much of the game. You know, he did a tremendous job of uh, leading the way, being aggressive, um, attacking the basket, and we kind of followed his lead. And at this point in the season, nobody's no longer a rookie. You know, we put him in so many situations, and he's done a good job of hitting the learning curve very, very fast, and I couldn't be more proud of him. Harrison Carls. Oh, go ahead. If you want to go ahead. Oh, um, I think just the biggest thing with this team is, you know, we're never going to give up. You know, this team's just going to continue to fight, continue to fight. You know, whether shots are falling, shots aren't, you know, um, you know, obviously, you know, Jay Jackson, huge in the clutch force and, you know, was able to carry us. But, you know, early on in that half, you know, when things were going well, this team just never gave up. Harrison, with uh, Steph uh, a little bit hobbled and, you know, obviously David Lee's been out. Was there anything asked of you before the game to say, you know, you just attack the basket as much as you can? 26 shots, I think it's like nine more than you've ever taken in a game. So, yeah, that was a lot of jumpers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the biggest thing that uh, coach just told us just before the game was just to be aggressive. So, you know, I didn't try to go out there necessarily and hunt for shots. Um, Lock just came in rhythm, you know, off, you know, dribble drive. And, and even though I wasn't, you know, making them, just continue to be aggressive, continue to put pressure on the defense. Jared J. Donde, ESPN.com. Uh, just take us through the, the adjustments that you had to make. You know, yesterday, maybe not sure if Stefan was, was going to play, him playing, but obviously not able to go 100%. Um, did you have to adjust your role multiple times over the last 24 hours? No, you know, uh, you know, people have posed that question before. Like I said, I didn't need to read a Phil Jackson Zen book or anything like that. You know, I don't adjust my mind frame regardless if I'm coming off the bench or if I'm starting. You know, my role on this team is the same. You know, um, I just try to come out, try to lead vocally by example. And like HB said, you know, we have a a, a fight. Until you know, there's three zeros left on the clock, and that's something our coaches instilled uh, in us since day one. And uh, we just try to do the best job possible. Uh, guys, uh, Bruce McGowan from KGO Radio. Uh, can you talk a little bit about David Lee's going down and how that's given, first of all, Harrison opportunities, Draymond Green opportunities, and Jared in your role also coming off the bench. Talk about the importance of of your backup guys. Um, you know, you never want to see anybody go down. And as much as it hurts or as much as, you know, you may look at it as a hindrance, it's an opportunity, you know. And like you said, it's opportunities for guys to step in and flourish. You know, that's, you know, it's allowed us to kind of play a little bit more of small ball than we have uh, during the season. Harrison moving to the four, Draymond playing the five at, at some points, uh, Carl Landry playing the five for us at some particular points. And I think everybody has done a good job of stepping in, trying to fill the void of what D. Lee has given us all season. Our all-star, one of our leaders, one of our captains. And, uh, you know, we know no one person going to be able to feel what D. Lee has brought to us, but, you know, we try to do it by committee as best we can. Yeah, I remember for uh, game two in Denver, coach came to me and said, you know, I'm going to start you at the four. Uh, I don't expect you to go out there and be an all-star. I don't expect you to go out there and give us 20 and 10, but, you know, just be productive. You're going to make some mistakes, but, you know, I believe in you and just, you know, play as hard as you can. So ever since I heard that, you know, I've just been trying to just go out there, just contribute. You know, obviously I know I'm I'm going to make some mistakes. You know, obviously, you know, I do, I do the best I can when I'm playing the four and, you know, just trying to get the team wins. Uh, Jeff Lepper, NBA.com. 
In terms of the defense, last four and a half minutes of regulation and in overtime, obviously you you shut them down. Is there something you can put your finger on into what happened in those those nine and a half minutes? Just think of effort. You know, um, I think the grit. Everybody just kind of locked down. You know, they keyed in on their own individual uh, responsibilities and as well as the team uh, responsibilities as well. And I think once we do a good job of containing the basketball and limiting them to one shot per possession, I thought Bogut was huge for us on the boards today. Uh, he did a good job, you know, hobbled on one ankle and fought through it, you know, and I think our, our smalls did a tremendous job on the glass as well. So I think that's the thing. We are able to finish possessions with a defensive rebound. You know, I think that ignites our offensive break as well. Chair, back here, Tim Kelly, Comedy Sands, Mercury News. You guys won a lot of games in the playoffs, shooting lights out. What do you think it shows to win a game when you're shooting 38% and obviously a lot of your guys are hobbling or, or, or not being able to play? Um, it just shows that we don't just have to lean on our offense. You know, we're a team that's not dependent on, on one particular area to be successful. You know, um, the one thing Coach Priest, as soon as we got, got to camp this year, was defense. And, uh, you know, playing against a team like the Spurs that executes probably the best in the league, um, you have to be, you know, in tune with our philosophies. You know, game plan discipline is what we call it. And I thought we did a tremendous job of that tonight. We didn't give them uh, any easy baskets like last game, any backdoor cuts. Um, missed rotations. I th thought we did a good job of making them shoot over our outstretched hand every play. Guys, Sarah Todd, SFBay.ca. Obviously, you'll say that every guy on the court has a contribution to the win, but how is it personally for each of you to be able to contribute in such a big way down the stretch tonight? Um, I think the biggest thing for just me personally was just the defense that we played in the second half. Um, in the first half, you know, I thought our coaches gave us, you know, a great game plan discipline, you know, for us to do, and we just didn't pour forth the effort. So I think that in the second half and in overtime, we were able to kind of correct that. So I just take a lot of pride in that personally, that, you know, we were able to, you know, give that effort, you know, do what we needed to do, you know, make the, you know, make those, you know, little plays that, you know, end up in, you know, stops, turnovers, steals, and breaks for us. Jared, Monty Poole, Bay Area News Group. When you signed to come to this team and you showed up and walked into the locker room and saw what this team had, what did you tell yourself you needed to bring to this team to make it work? Um, just being a vocal presence. You know, uh, I mean, I think that was the thing uh, that was probably most necessary here. I thought we had guys who were tremendously talented. Um, and just trying to convey coach, coach's message, you know, but not come in and try to overshadow the guys that were here already. You know, I, I thought it was very necessary for Steph to be heard more than anybody else. You know, I think he's a person who's probably a little mild-mannered at heart. But um, I told myself it's necessary for me to say less if it means for him to say more, if that makes sense. And he's done a tremendous job of being that vocal presence for us, vocal leader, challenging guys, you know, to step up to the plate and also leading by example. So that was the main thing, you know, uh, trying to, trying to, I guess, nudge guys in certain situations that I thought that they were ready for already. These are things that don't show up in the box score, obviously. So, like in a game like today, coming into this game, is there anything in particular you want to do besides obviously be productive on the court? I mean, no. I mean, we're, we're, like, I, I tell, I told my, you know, the young rookies here, like, in the NBA and college, the two things that differ, that differ are you have teammates in college. You have coworkers here. You know what I mean? And that, that's just the fact of the matter. But we're more so a family-type atmosphere here. We look at each other as teammates, you know, like a brotherhood. And 
I think when you genuinely like somebody and you genuinely feel like the person left to you and to the right of you is locked in just as much as you are, you would tend to fight that much more for that person. And that's the type of ideal and atmosphere that we've created, you know, uh, you know thanks to Coach Jackson. Paul Gackle, San Francisco Examiner. Uh, Jarrett, what can you say about um, Steph's performance tonight? How did he get it done? And uh, could you have done it without squeezing that out of him? Man, I, don't, I mean, watching him warm up, I said, man, there's no way this kid is playing. You know, watching him run around on one leg, he looked like Isaiah Thomas against the Lakers in the finals, man. And the performance he put on down the stretch, HB, you probably too young to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> the performance he put on down the stretch, you know, making plays, making shots. Defensively, man, it was, I mean, I just sit, I just sat back and was honestly just in awe and, uh, you know, thankful and happy he was able to, you know, help, uh, you know, string us along to the victory. Harrison, I'll ask a question you're old enough to remember. That, that sequence <laughs> when uh, Steph came off the screen, he passed to Landry, and Landry threw the ball. It almost went out of bounds. It wound up in your hands, and you hit the... I the tipped team. that to him. <laughs> <laughs> After Jarrett courageously saved the ball to you. Um, <laughs> just just take, that, take us through that play from your perspective. Uh, which one was that? I'm sorry, there's a lot of missed shots. It's just... No, you, made, you made this one. This is the one you, I tipped it to you. You hit Ginobili with a move, Ooh. and then you made the basket, and then you made like a little face. Uh, <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, this the recurring message that Coach had always been told me uh, was just try to be aggressive. So I was trying to get to the basket. Um, he cut me off, did a little crossover, and I was going to go back to the basket, but, you know, he slid a little bit, had enough room to get my shot off, and I was able to make it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. 50 points from those two. Big win for the Warriors. Game five coming up. And more of our postgame coverage on the way here next.